squib kick. Hello, everybody. Welcome to week one of the squib kick. I'm here with Drew and Jeff, and we're going to be reviewing some fantasy football topics, uh, a little bit about our own league, our fantasy league, called the Nandez Boys League. Uh, we've been running for, what, 11, 12 years strong? Something close, like that. Something close to that. You know, we're, um, I'm, I myself am in two other leagues, all money leagues, you know, that's how we do it here. Um, our first segment, we're going to go into players drafted outside the top 20 in our draft, should be similar to other drafts as well, at both running back and wide receiver who could finish top 10. All three of us um, each gave our own picks. We're going to go through and discuss. And to clarify, it's it's top 10 at their position. Top 10 at their... Oh, yeah, for sure. Top All 10 right. at their position. Drafted outside the top 20 at their position. There you go. All right, so I'm going to start it off with my running back. I'll give my takes on him, and then you guys can follow up. I went with Pollard. Um, Zeke, Zeke's the guy, but... He could get bruised. He could take a back seat. You never know. If he does, Pollard is the guy. He will finish top 10 without a doubt. He was first in yards per route as a running back, which really showcases his receiving skills. And not to mention the Cowboys team, they're hurt at wide receiver. They they don't have many options. I could see him getting a huge receiving role this season. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, one thing I noticed, he was top five in the league in yards per carry. And he actually finished with um, <clears throat> he actually finished with one of the highest catch rates of any player in the NFL, top ten. Eighty seven percent. It was a small sample size, thirty seven re- receptions on forty six targets, but can't can't deny the numbers. Yeah, it's that's good stuff. And I, I agree with Jeff. Um the reports out of Dallas are, are saying that they're using him a lot in the slot, even when Zeke is on the field. So if he gets some slot opportunities and if Zeke were to miss a few games, I could easily see Pollard, especially in a PPR league, reaching that top 10. I think I think uh, if Zeke plays the whole season, I would say it'll be tough for him to get there, but I the path is definitely there. I can see it. All right. So do we want to move down the line with – Running backs, Go yeah, sub- yeah, we pick can here. we can go with mine. Uh, my pick was Cordero Patterson. Uh, last year, he finished in a PPR league. He finished ninth amongst running backs. Um, he did have a shaky end of the year uh, with three, eight, and six in his final three fantasy appearances. Um, but you know who who the Falcons have to go to? You know they they did they did snag London who's could have a breakout year and they have Kyle Pitts coming back for his second season. But other than that, Patterson was the clear playmaker there. And I don't think next year will be any different. Yeah, I, I, I can totally see that. Um, he finished last year, even with that rough stretch at the end, he still averaged over 14 points a game. Yeah, dude, he was killing it. Yeah. And um, like you said, they added Drake London, but people also kind of forget they lost Calvin Ridley. Suspended the whole season for betting. So, I mean, it's as it looks right now, there's three targets in that offense with Pitts, London, and Patterson. And if Patterson gets targets 
and uh, carries. I don't know. I could. I'm not going to say he's going to finish top, necessarily top ten like he did last year, but he the, the, again the path is there. He, he's got a shot for sure. I'm going to pile onto that. They don't have Mike Davis anymore, and once you saw him start to drop off, was when they started using Mike Davis more as a committee back. He started losing touches to Davis. Um, if you look at weeks one through fourteen, he was the RB seven. So he's talented. He looks like it. I think he could very well pull it off this year. Only downside with that, uh, he did turn 31 recently. You know, running backs don't usually do well on the backside after hitting 30 years old. But um, now, now I could I could counter that by saying, you know, he's been in the league for. As off the top of my head, eight to ten years probably. Yeah, and last year was the first year that he actually was really used as a running back. I remember he was, I want to say, was he in Chicago a couple years ago? And they were kind of giving him some touches out of the backfield, yeah. but it was very sporadic, like yeah. you know, just kind of a gadget player. But you know, outside of the kick return game, he has never in his career until last year been a stabilizing force on an offense. And in yeah, Atlanta, sure. they gave him that opportunity, so. Yes, he is 31 or 32 years old, but he's got a probably pretty low tread on the tires just because, you know, he's new to the position. So That's, That's a good true. point. That's a good point. All right, so let's hear it, Drew. Who was your pick? Uh, so I'm going to go with A.J. Dillon here. Um, he was drafted 25th on the running back position in our draft. Uh, he finished last year 23rd at the position and averaged 10 points per game. Uh, I think opportunity is just is a really big thing here with with AJ Dillon. So Devontae Adams is gone. That's going to free up a huge chunk of that offense from last year. Mm-hmm. Now that now that Devontae Adams is gone, would would you guys agree that like out of the running backs, tight ends, receivers, AJ Dillon is probably the second best player they have? I'd say so. Yeah, behind Aaron Jones. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there like right there. I don't even. I don't even know if he's behind Aaron Jones, but yeah. I mean, yeah. You, saw, you saw him towards the end of the season last year start to come out of Jones' yeah. shadow. Yeah, yeah he, you know, he actually ended the season with more rushes and rushing yards than Aaron Jones. Yeah, I know. People people don't people kind of overlook that. And, yeah. again, it's a, in a PPR league, Aaron Jones is, is profiled to be the top back there. But yeah. as the probably the second best player on offense, I think that the Packers will use Jones and Dylan – at the same time, actually, I think I, I would not be surprised if they play a lot of snaps per game where they're both on the field, and you know you got uh, Aaron Jones maybe out in the slot, or you go like a two back set, and you know the more the more he's on the field, the more he's probably going to see the see the uh, the ball. And uh, since Aaron Jones has been in the league, he has missed at least two games every single year of his career, aside from twenty nineteen. So you give, let's just say Aaron Jones misses, I don't know, three games this year. I think those three games, A.J. Dillon is probably a oh, yeah. locked and loaded running back one in those games. Yeah. So, I mean, if he misses a bigger chunk of the season than, than three games, say he misses seven, eight games, I think A.J. Dillon is, at that point, would be pretty much a lock to be top ten. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would have... Pollard and uh, AJ Dillon as the I, I can't really decide, but second and third best cuffs in the league behind, behind uh, Kareem Hunt. But 
Kareem Hunt, he's just, you know. I mean, Chubb was seen drafted higher in most most drafts, but I think Hunt's just splitting touches. I think all three of those guys are handcuffs, but I think they're also you can play them by themselves too. Oh yeah, for sure. Which is yeah. a really nice thing to have. Yeah, especially with their offenses, like uh, who who do the Browns have to th- have to throw to? They got Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah. No names. David Joku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Kareem Hunt can catch the ball. Nick Chubb can catch the ball. They can both run the ball. We saw that last year. I mean, and that, now Deshaun Watson upgrade at quarterback. I mean, that could be a very similar situation to what I just said for the Packers. Yeah. You got maybe your two best offensive players, quarterback and offensive line aside, at running back. Yeah. Yeah, only difference is the Browns didn't lose much. They did lose uh, Jarvis Landry. But they got Amari Cooper. Yeah. So honestly, it might be an upgrade. But oh, definitely. Their offense, I mean, they got Deshaun Watson. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. And, and funny enough, actually, Kareem Hunt was – I was between Hunt and Dylan for this. They were they were already yeah. – well, Kareem Hunt, I believe, was in the top 20. No, I see nah, – not drafted. Oh, he wasn't? No. Zeke oh, was wow. The last. Zeke was the, was the cutoff line there in the fifth round. Yeah. For where they were drafted in our league? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I yeah, see. I drafted Cream Hunt. Yeah, I that's see right. Dylan having one big drawback though, and that's his red zone efficiency. He got a lot of touches. Um, he ranked twelve in touches in the red zone, but he ranked twenty first in touchdowns. If he wants to break into the top ten, he's got to score on all those opportunities. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it is only his third year. Should be exciting to see how it goes. Yeah. I think. Uh, Touches equals production. Touches are only going to go up. Yep. Agreed. All right. Let's get to wide receivers then. We'll start with Jeff. Who you got? So I picked Rashad Bateman. Um, He's stepping into a clear number one role for the first time after Brown's gone. Yeah. And we saw the kind of year Brown had. Yeah. Yeah. But Brown had a 23% target share. Which, I mean, that's all up for grabs. Yeah. And Rashad Bateman's going to get most of that. It's not like Andrews. I mean, Andrews will get a boost, I think. But Yeah, there's only so there's only so much more Andrews can go up. Yeah. He was already dominant last year. Yeah, and it's similar yeah, to the old, uh, similar to Tyreek and Travis this year. You know? Yeah. Travis, definitely going to have a great season. I after. hope so, man. Even though he, like... A lot of people will say, oh, yeah, he wasn't as good last year. He was still, what, ranked two at tight end? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's just, you can start him every week. I had him. And eh, a week or two, he did disappoint, but still putting up great numbers. Andrews will do, Andrews will do the same. And uh, the wide receiver one on both those teams usually does pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see that out of Bateman. I do only, agree. Only thing is, though, I don't know how much you're going to pass. Their run game's a lot healthier this year. Yeah. So... We could see some of that twenty three percent share just go to rushing and not. Yeah, so that's true. You never know, but he has the potential. All right, so Sebs, uh, my guy, drafted outside the top twenty, but could rank top ten, Mister Michael Thomas. Um, he's made the Pro Bowl three times. He was a first team All Pro twice in twenty eighteen and nineteen. Uh, had. 149 receptions the last year he played 16 games 1725 receiving yards like you cannot beat that and on top of that 
the year before when he was uh, first team all pro, 85% catch percentage. For a Jesus. wide receiver that's getting 150-ish targets, that is insane. That is absurd. Yeah, it is. New quarterback, yeah, he doesn't have Drew Brees, Mr. Dimes, but Jameis Winston played pretty good last year. He was mm-hmm. five and two before he went down. He was slinging it. I believe it was fifteen. He had fifteen passing touchdowns and th- only three interceptions. Was it actually that yeah. good a ratio? Yeah, he had, he yeah, had he a was, game. He had a game where I think he had like five passing touchdowns and didn't even throw for two hundred yards. Like they were just humming. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Winston, he can be the guy, dude. Oh, I. I'm really 100% high on the Saints. Agree. Not only Michael Thomas, if um, yeah, he's dealt with injuries. He played seven games in 2020, but missed 2021 due to an ankle injury. I think he'll be back hot and heavy. He had a lot of time to rest. Yeah, I and I really hope you're right. Uh, he's on my bench, but um, I'll play a little devil's advocate here and say that... Dude, you're going to flex him by like week two or three. I, I mean, I we'll promise. see. We'll see. We'll I see. promise. But... Um, Drew Brees being gone, that's not insignificant. I know Drew Brees the last couple years was on pretty pretty steady decline just that's with true. arm strength and everything. But, you know, he still had that that really good connection with uh, Michael Thomas. And something that's also being a little overlooked maybe is that Dennis Allen is now the head coach. Sean Payton finally gave it up. So we don't really know for sure what kind of offense they're going to run. We don't know for sure what kind of roles everyone's going to have. But yeah, the, I I totally see the upside. He, I mean, if you were doing a, a dynasty startup draft three or four years ago, Michael Thomas was in the conversation for the number one pick in a oh, startup yeah. draft. Mm-hmm. Like, and he, you know, he's got that talent. I, I just think no one should be surprised if he breaks into the top ten. He he's got it. Like he's still got the talent. It's it just a matter of if, if he stays healthy or not. But. He gets ridiculous volume. He gets a ton of yards per route run. Not not passes thrown to him, but routes run. He get, he gets nearly three yards per route run. He's I see him doing big things this year. So Drew, great bench play. <laughs> yeah, I I was I really wanted to snag him. I got Hopkins. And I was like, uh, I was hesitant on Michael Thomas, and then you picked Thomas, and uh, you know. I didn't get him on the way back. But, you know, things don't always go your way in the draft. Yeah. That's what fantasy football is all about, Absolutely. isn't it, fellas? I was, I was upset last year that I didn't get Brandon Ayuk in the fifth round. I had to settle for Debo. <laughs> <laughs> Look how that turned out, Fink. This year I was pissed that Mason got Brian Robinson. Look where he is now. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Uh, on to Drew. Up. Yeah, I'll finish this up here with uh, my wide receiver. Um kind of a little bit of a shameless plug he is on my team and he's just outside the top 20 drafted uh, drafted at wide receiver 22 it's Cortland Sutton of the Denver Broncos finished wide receiver 44 last year obviously not a great year played in most if not all of their games only averaged eight and a half points per game but I think you got to read into this a little bit more he's shown a lot of flashes in his young career he's been in the league for three or four years now 2019 was the season that I'm talking about. He had 72 catches, a little over 1,100 yards, and six touchdowns on his way to this only Pro Bowl appearance. Those are pretty solid numbers for a receiver, especially getting him outside the top 20 in uh, the draft. He's had unbelievably terrible quarterbacks his entire yeah. career. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, want, I want off the top of your head Ugh. each of you to tell me who you think his best quarterback that he's played with so far is. 
Just just see if just see if you I don't want to play this game. Just 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 come up with just come up with a game. Or come Keaton, up with a, uh, a name here. I mean, Drew Locke was there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did he did he play with Simeon? I don't know. Trevor Simeon. <laughs> okay, so he just missed Trevor Simeon. But okay, okay. He came into the league in 2018. Here are the quarterbacks that have thrown a pass to Cortland Sutton on his career. Ready? Yeah. Case Keenum. Shmoney. Case Keenum. Now he was <laughs> he, he was coming off of that uh, of that run with the Vikings, but you know that was a one year thing. He was not he's not a very good quarterback. Yeah, no. Joe Flacco, and this isn't 2012. Is he elite? Is he not elite? Joe Flacco. <laughs> this is 2019. Get yeah. him off the field, Joe Flacco. Yeah. Drew props Locke. to him. Props to him though. Yeah. He is he is getting a few starts this season. He is. But... He is. He's still kicking. Drew Locke. Unless he turns it around in Seattle, I yeah, yeah no. I just I, I'm Next. out on him. Brandon Allen, who exactly? <laughs> <laughs> and Teddy Bridgewater, and not the pre-injury Teddy Bridgewater. This yeah. is Teddy Bridgewater of last year that barely beat out Drew Locke to start. Yeah. So he's had. Yeah, I mean, he's had no one throwing him the ball, and during that 2019 Pro Bowl season that I had already mentioned, he didn't. Even, it wasn't even like it was just one of those guys. It was Flacco, Locke, and Allen. All were playing quarterback that year due to injuries and benchings and everything like that. So he, you know, kind of pulled through. I think he's a very talented player. He now has Russell Wilson at quarterback and Nathaniel Hackett at head coach. Hackett came over from the Packers last year as he's been their offensive coordinator the last couple of years. Okay. Just so happens that Rodgers has won MVP the last couple of years. So, I mean, that could be a little, right. uh, little uh, Russell Wilson uh, insight there. But... I mean, when Russell Wilson's been the, the quarterback of the Seahawks, and to uh, to be honest, that Seahawks system, kind of a running system, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always, yeah Pete yeah. Carroll likes to ground and pound, whatever. For sure. Yeah. But Russell, I mean, you think back, DK and Tyler Lockett, you know, dominating yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Lockett and Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin was a Dominated yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah. He was a killer. He was. And then, I mean, going back to their Super Bowl, it was what? Doug Baldwin Jermaine and... Jermaine Curse. Percy yeah, like Harvin Jermaine Curse, Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin. Sidney Rice. Yes. Like, he put a, he's put up some good guys in a, yeah. in a system where Pete Carroll's like, we want to run the ball. Now he's got... A, now Russ has a, has a huge amount of weapons. And I think Cortland Sutton is the best of them. Now, oh, I will say, I, I, think, I think Jerry Judy... Will be very good this year, yeah. That, but I, I could, I could see, I could see Judy and Sutton being that Lockett and Metcalf of this year. And I, but I personally, I think that Sutton is the is the one or the one mm-hmm. A, if you want to call it, in that offense. It's, uh, Judy, it's funny you say that because I did draft Judy one pick one ahead. pick ahead of yep, Sutton. That's and exactly I was why I brought it up. Right on the <laughs> fence. Um, yeah, only thing I had on Judy is that I I think Judy is more of a deep ball threat. And Russell Wilson is fantastic at throwing deep balls. That was my only that that's the only thing that had me set on Judy. Other than that, they're I think they're both going to be fantastic. I can I, I can't really choose one over the other. Judy does worry me for Cortland Sutton. Um, when they were both healthy, neither of them did that well. But Cortland Sutton has the talent. He has a better quarterback. He has a better coach. Better plans. Um, he could do it. I think it's just a matter of if he gets the targets. And I, I will say about um, Judy and, and Sutton, I do I do really like Jerry Judy. I mean, he's on my dynasty team. I, I I'm a big fan of him. But 
the, the one knock that I would say is, again, obviously they've had bad quarterbacks like I already mentioned, but a lot of the promise and, and hype around Judy still comes from his college days. He has yet to really yeah. truly click in the NFL. And, and yeah. again, that no, you're right. That that's that he's he's been hurt a little bit. He's been at bad quarterback play, but Cortland Sutton has proved that he can play at at a high level. So his his rookie year, 113 targets, 52 receptions, 46 catch percent catch rate. That is oh, that is that's not abysmal. That is, is that not Judy? good from Judy. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. his rookie year. Okay. But I mean, how many of those were just deep bombs because he's a burner? That's like, true. That's very it, true. It, it's not like a Michael Thomas where he's getting thrown a little slant route every time. Mm-hmm. Like also, Teddy Bridgewater, Brandon Allen, Drew yeah. Locke, etc. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I am excited to see how they do with a good quarterback. All right. So I think it's time to move into our rankings of the preseason teams. Unless you guys had any other comments on those guys. No. Now I'm ready to roll. All right. So. We all rank the teams. We have a little consensus ranking list here. So we're just going to go through the consensus rank list, and we're going to give our – each of us will tell what we had them ranked and our thoughts on the team, yada, yada, yada. So at number one was Drew. Um, Sebs, you can start it off if you want. Tell us where you had Drew ranked. Um, some highlights of – I had Drew also – I I had Drew at number one, um, and I was – Really uh, on the fence about his team, my team, but I really like Drew's bench. I'll go through some highlights of his team. He did make a big trade for Christian McCaffrey, even though he had, what pick do you have? Eight? Eight? Seven. 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 He traded the house for Christian McCaffrey, your second and third round pick. Is that right? Traded my second and third for McCaffrey and Jack's seventh. And his seventh, all right. Had to, had to even out with right. the roster spots. Right. Craziest trade I've ever seen. I think he did he did land pretty pretty well on his feet there. He he ended with McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, uh, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Zach Ertz, uh, Michael Thomas on his bench, Cordero Patterson on his bench, James Robinson on his bench, Rashad Penny. Those are all players that could definitely be starters by halfway through the season. Um, Jalen Hurts at quarterback, not bad. But uh, overall, very well-balanced team. The wide receiver, you don't have anyone really strong at receiver, but the depth is just there. Um, I love Michael Thomas. I love Cortland Sutton. They could definitely both take it, take the spots of one and two on your team over Mike Williams and Allen Robinson, who are probably poised for big years this year. All right, so I had Drew a five. Sorry, Drew. It wasn't as pretty as, <laughs> as, pretty as Sebs. Um, we'll start with the quarterback. I love Hurts this year. I think the Eagles offense, and I might be biased, Eagles fan, but I think the Eagles offense is going to be powerful this year, and that bodes well for Hurts. McCaffrey, barring injury, clear number one, if you ask me. Um, beats out Taylor. He's just going to be the guy as long as he stays healthy. And I've heard your argument that all his injuries are isolated. They're unique from each other. So who knows? I mean, he might stay healthy, and he stayed healthy in college, didn't he? Did he have any bad injuries? As far as I know. No. No, he was a not, beast not at Sanford. Yeah. He was a beast. Now, Dalvin. Cam has that jersey. <laughs> Dalvin is the best RB2 I have ever seen in my life. 
and I'm sure he will remain the best RB2 I've ever seen, because really, he's a round one R running back that Drew traded for, but to have both of them on the same team, I mean, that's just insane. Again, though, that's barring injury. Both of them are injury-prone, so it's very boomer bust. It could be bad news, but who knows? I thought your wide receivers were a little rough. Um, not terrible, but Williams had a rough end to the season last year, which I thought was a little concerning going into this year. This year, um, for the first six games, I think Ertz is going to tear it up. No Hopkins. He's going to pick up a huge share there. He's going to do well the first six weeks. After that, who knows, you might have moved on from Ertz. He also might just earn a place on that offense and keep trucking along for the rest of the season. Cordero on the bench, I mean, we've talked about him enough. Pretty cool. Pretty rad. Um, he could kill it for you. Like, really. He was my um, uh, he was my week two post week two waiver wire pickup, and I'm sure in every other league out there he was the waiver pickup of the year. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I would he agree. killed me. I would agree. Um, Luckily, I went zero and two to start the season. <laughs> but now, I don't know if we talked about this before, but Mariota I think does bring a bit of a question mark just because it could degrade the quality of the offense. I don't think it's a huge concern, but it's there. Um, and then my last thought, Tyler Lockett on your bench also has a huge potential upside, but I think it's an inconsistent upside. I think if you have to flex him here and there, it's a very boomer bust play for that week. You yeah. won't have to. He will, with Michael Thomas, James Robinson even. Yeah. I think James Robinson's still getting touches. He's yeah. on track to play week one, which is... He's still he's still I don't, getting I touches. don't understand how that's even possible. What? He I mean, tore his Achilles in like week sixteen last year. He's a different animal, man. Dude, he's, he's let him rock. He's a beast. Yeah. Don't jinx yourself, man. <laughs> I, yeah, not gonna go there. Yeah, my my thoughts with my team. Um I basically I, I basically just went went boomer bust. I I think that um I think that Hurts has the I'm not saying that he will, but I think Hertz has the ability to finish as the QB one in fantasy with his rushing. Like if he has a, I'm not even gonna say Lamar Jackson because that season is ridiculous. But yeah. if he has a Lamar Jackson esque type of season where he rushes for, I don't know, 800, 900 yards, couple rushing touchdowns, throws starts throwing the ball better with AJ Brown. Like I I just I love his I love his upside and his floor honestly, and um. The wide receivers, I can totally understand why. And if you look at my team, you're just like, eh, I'm out on those receivers, and that's you know, that's totally fine. Those are all all three of those starting receivers for me are guys that I don't think will finish necessarily as top ten receivers, but I think they the the path for each of them to be there. Allen Robinson's a little tougher, but I think with mm -hmm. Williams and Sutton, I think the path is definitely there for them to be top ten receivers. Yeah, and Robinson. Even I mean, if you think a few years back where it was Cooper Cup and Robert Woods in that offense, they were yeah. both like every year it was like, okay, they're both going to finish some, somewhere between 10 and 15, 17. Like, yeah, yeah. they could like Allen Robinson could could easily finish as a top 15 receiver. Ertz was kind of just a uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get a bunch of catches out of him early in the season. Um, 
I would have liked to got a, a better tight end, but you know, it, the board didn't fall that way. And then with that trade I made, I knew I wasn't going to get one of the top two or three, which was fine. And then on my bench, I just kind of went for went for more upside. I, uh, Rashad Penny, I think, is is my potential dark dark horse yeah. on the bench. He, I mean, he finished last season. I think the last month of the season last year, he was the RB one in fantasy. Like, really, the RB. He had, serious? He had he had a game. He had, I think, he had multiple games. Someone can fact check me on this, but I think he had multiple. I'm games looking it up right now. At the end of last year, Unless where he was over 150 rushing yards. I think, I think he had one that was like in the 190s or something. Like he Man, was dude. dominating. Now I know Russell Wilson's not oh, there, so yeah. that offense isn't going to move as well. But listen to these last five weeks. Um, this is a PPR league. Now 25 or 28, five. It happens. 21. 34-27. That dude was going off. Yeah. And he was hurt the rest of the year. I mean, like... Yeah, and and it, uh, with with Kenneth Walker potentially starting on, you know, maybe missing a few games with that uh, hernia surgery. I mean, I think, he's, I think he pretty much has the backfield to himself and has a chance to establish himself. The biggest question, again, is injury. He just has been hurt a lot in his career. But I think if he can put it together, he can be an awesome RB3 for, for my team. That's good stuff. Yeah, and there's a reason I put your team at number one. <laughs> I love your bench. Oh, and 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 just for uh, just for the record, I did not rank my top ten. So these are Jeff and Seb's consensus rankings, and I'm just kind of valid, giving valid. my input. I, I I did a lot of stuff in the yeah. layup, so I, I I didn't rank. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna move to That's the number. What they all say. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna move to the number two team. Um, hate to say it, but it's me. So I'll let someone else take it. Start off with their thoughts on my team. Uh, so looking at the highlights of your team, you got my boy Patrick Mahomes, great, great quarterback. Uh, Josh Allen is probably drafted yeah. over him in every other league. How do, how do you think Mahomes does this year? Great. Where, where do you where do you no at? no decrease in production even though Tyreek's gone? Interesting. Travis Kelsey is going to get the ball more. You got they have more depth at receiver now. Juju, Sky Moore, Nicole Hardman still there. And um, who's uh, Ellis Scantling? Yeah, MBS, yeah. dude. He, he's dude. He's gonna be a baller. Especially, I think Sky Moore is gonna emerge as their number two guy. I think that'll be clear. Maybe number one. I think he could have a good rookie year. It happens, especially with when your quarterback's Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah. Um, running backs, Clyde's back. I think he'll be great. And uh, Ronald Jones, I think that's a solid committee. Offense or your head coach is Andy Reid. Their their offense is going to be powerful. So oh, I'm, so I don't, I don't, I don't doubt it. So where do you rank the Chiefs in our fantasy league? <laughs> you got me there. All right. Anyway, Mahomes at Q. You got Chubb and Elijah Mitchell. I think that's a great pair of running backs. Elijah Mitchell is going to have a good year. He's the only guy in the in San Francisco now. Justin Jefferson, Michael Pittman, good pair of wide receivers. Justin Jefferson will probably explode yet again. Michael Pittman had a solid year last year, and considering his age, will probably only do better. Travis Kelsey, we've already mentioned him before. He's going to dominate with Tyreek Hill out of the picture now. Darnell Mooney is there as your flex right now. However... I actually just sat him earlier today. For who? 
Yeah, he's no got one. an empty spot. Oh, empty spot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do have it's some... A, it, there's some indecisiveness going on right yeah. there. I don't know what to do. You know who I think could be a good flex for you? Who? Dawson Knox. No. No? Mr. Two Tight End yeah. himself. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, dude. dude, I can't. You can't? I can't. Dude, I think Dawson Knox is going to put up numbers. I think you will. Um, I, I, I'm... I'm not the guy to put two tight ends. In. I, just <laughs> All right, dude. I just can't. It's not a bad look. Uh, Round out your bench, you got Dak Prescott back of quarterback. Good look. Uh, Elijah Moore, Melvin Gordon, who actually finished. Where did he finish last year? Uh, Higher than you think. Was he top 20? He was just about top 20, right behind Javante Williams. They were both right there together. I don't know why Javante Williams. Williams has been drafted so high in many leagues, and Melvin Gordon going in what, like the ninth to eleventh. I don't understand. We, uh, I mean, do you want to get into it now, or do you want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, uh, we can get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. What's up? Yeah, I know you like Javante Williams. I, I do. Why? I, I just took Melvin him. Gordon's a beast. Dude. I he's just a, he's aging though. Yeah, but he's. I just he's took. I just took Javante Williams in. Uh, the somewhat early second round of uh, dynasty of a, no, 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 of, a, of a draft I just did early second dude I don't get it now it's a twelve team league early but. second round so was Travis Kelsey still on the board mm, man I can look was Mark Andrews like still on that? the board because I would take both of them so now okay okay getting off on a little bit of a tangent here but this league is no PPR twelve man. no PPR interesting. like it's it, like running backs were flying off the board so he was like Williams was probably. Uh, one, two, no PPR. That's out of my comfort zone. He yeah, he was drafted as the twelfth running back. Okay, twelfth running back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But anyway, still, dude. I, I, I just I think he is an exceptional talent. I think he is incredibly good. I think that um, while I do think Mel- Melvin Gordon was very underrated in drafts this year, I don't I don't know why he fell as as far as he did, but. I mean, if you you just kind of listen to what's happening at at uh, it's the propaganda, it's the ESPN <laughs> fantasy rankings. No, 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 oh, oh, that's yeah, that's propaganda. But what I was going to say is, I don't have the exact quote, but Melvin Gordon was was asked something about the timeshare, and he he said something along the lines of, "Yeah, this is this is this is they the coaches want the coaches want Javante to to carry the load now." Mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon will be involved for sure, and I still think that was a great pick by Jeff because if Javante goes down, Melvin Gordon oh, yeah. could be an RB1. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think Cam got a, got a really nice pick there at the okay. back of the second. We good on Jeff's right. team? Uh, I, I can give my thoughts on it. Um, so I thought my running backs were a little lacking. Um, I'm gonna try to stay humble here. Chubb, yeah. Chubb's a safe pick. I do. I do he, agree. Elijah Mitchell could be a third running back, but yeah, I Eli- still think Elijah Mitchell. I'm not crazy high on. Okay. Um, Chubb was just a safe pick. Yeah, you know he's yeah, consistently up there. Yeah, top three rush, rushing offense. Yeah, yeah. Michael Pittman. I think he's gonna do better than expected. He's okay. gonna outperform. He's got Matt Ryan there, which I know Matt Ryan doesn't sound great, but he fucking. Feeds his top guy. Look at Calvin Ridley. Look at Julio Jones. He feeds whoever his top Roddy guy. Roddy White back in the day. Just gonna say yeah. Roddy White. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean that Tony Gonzalez at one point. Maybe. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So I think Pittman could have a huge year with Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um Kelsey again, just a safe pick, high scoring so tight end. Like he's not gonna do me wrong. 
Um, Mooney, like you said, I had him at my flex earlier. Mooney could be good. Dude. He is the wide receiver one for his team. And Justin, just, Justin Fields only getting better. Yeah, I agree. And I who agree. else do they got? I hope so. Cole Komet. Yeah. Eh. You know? He's, Mooney's the clear number one, which I felt confident in picking. And I yeah. got I got him for a decent a decent spot. Yeah. Um and then my bench, I loaded it with some handcuffs. You know, I have Henderson, who I think could do great if Akers goes down. Um what else do I have there? Yeah, Henderson is a great great yeah. cup. I mean he Melvin did, Gordon he did really good last year. Melvin Gordon, we just talked about him. He he could do great for me. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, Elijah Moore has potential. You, you never know. I don't, I'm not going to say a Jets player has potential, but he has potential. <laughs> All right, so we can move on, unless you guys have any other thoughts. Um, who's um, the next team? So the next team we got right here is Fink. Fink? Yep. Where'd I have I had him. Uh, I had further down Fink at eight. I had him at six. Okay. How yeah. is he? At, wait, you had him at eight. How do you finish consensus three? Oh, because I didn't add the six on. Let's talk about Fink. Yeah, let's talk about Fink. Okay, Fink, that's going to move you back to... Uh, <laughs> Fink, that's going to move you back to like six. I don't know. <laughs> All right, somewhere around there. He's got Russell Wilson. Um, Derek Henry. We all know how good he can be. But Saquon Barkley, that's what brought him down for me. Um, I'm not too much of a believer in Saquon. I think his only breakout year will always be his rookie year. Oh, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I had Fink at two. Oh, you did? Yeah. I okay. mentioned yeah. Fink, you were properly ranked then. Yes, you were. There you go. Yeah. Sorry, Fink. He has Derrick Henry and Saquon, Debo and Brandon Cooks, Darren Waller at tight end, his third running back is Zeke, which I have have seen to be common, actually, in all my leagues. Zeke seems to be the third running back on everyone's team because he ends up sliding down in the draft, mm-hmm. and someone's like, all right, he's the best available player here, and it'd be nice to have a third guy to rely on. If you're high on Zeke, I think you'll really like this team. Um, on his bench, he's got Devontae Smith, uh, Kadarius Tony, Alan Lazard, Russell Gage. Great set of receivers and Michael Carter as his fourth running back. That is a great, very depthy team, in my opinion. You got Alan Alan Lazard, number one wide receiver on a team with the Aaron Rodgers. Russell Gage, who was my sleeper pick, who actually I was going to take the round that Fink took him, slipped away only because I'm not high on Chris Godwin, and Tom Brady is still going to be Tom Brady and give his wide receivers good numbers. Um, great team, Drew. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just doing a, a quick look at the at the whole roster here. Uh, I noticed, and I feel like this is a, a somewhat of a common theme with uh, with Fink's teams. He only has four running backs rostered right now, and <laughs> his bench and, is ridiculous. And yeah. one of them is Michael Carter, who might start out of this gate, but, I mean, they drafted Brees Hall in the second, so if Fink's running backs stay healthy and play well, like, he's he's got a great team. Yeah. I, I think he, I think there's a little bit of a depth issue at running back. Um, Brandon Cooks, I, I do like Brandon Cooks a lot. 
I think he may have been drafted a little early for my liking. I think the the big the big appeal for Brandon Cooks the last few years was, oh, you can get him in the seventh round and he'll finish as wide receiver fifteen every yeah. time. I think Fink took him in the. Fourth? He took it. He did take him early. Yeah, fourth. So the the uh, yeah the room for the room for improvement on on that uh, pick is is a little minimal for me. But I think he'll be a stabilizing force and he'll be he'll be just fine. Yeah, so I, I obviously liked Fink's team a lot. I ranked him number two. Um, Russell Wilson, that's a big question mark right there. Um, new team, but he is Russell Wilson, so we'll see. I absolutely love his running back duo, assuming they stay healthy. I feel mm-hmm. like it's very similar to yours, Drew. They're just going to be phenomenal if they stay on the field. Debo Samuel, great for wide receiver one. Um now, I feel like we could see some regression from Waller, some touchdown regression if with Agreed. Devontae Adams there. I Agreed. don't know that he's going to be the Renfro's same player. Renfro's going to get better. Renfro, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Now, Zeke, as your flex, I mean, come on, that's nice. I that is nice. That is nice to rely on. And, and that that just loads of receivers, dude. Yeah. Like, they can like all, said, they can I all think, flex. I think the bench could help him out. He seems very wide receiver heavy. But if an RB does go down, that just takes out his flex, and he slots one of those wide receivers in there. Mm-hmm. He left a lot of room there on his bench. One of them's bound to have a better season than they're projected and make a solid flex out of it. So that's what I got on Fink. We're going to move on to our next ranked team. Just give me a moment. So we've got Cam next. Number four. Yep. Now, let me just say... Me and Drew were technically tied for one, and Fink and Cam were technically tied for two. So, Cam at the number two to four range. Let's hear it. Anyone got thoughts? Uh, I can I can start with Cam. Uh, we already talked about Javante Williams. I thought that was a, a great pick by Cam. Eh. Eh. Agree <laughs> to disagree. Uh, Jonathan Taylor taking it one. That's, I mean, you can't fault him. You don't want to deal with the McCaffrey stuff. I totally get it. Um... Mark Andrews in the back of the third, or sorry, top of the third. I really like that a lot. I I was before the whole McCaffrey trade and everything. I was thinking about trading up to try to try to grab Andrews in the third. And I'm glad I didn't because Cam took him with the first pick in the third, and I would have been a little upset if I made that trade and didn't get the yeah. guy I wanted there. Um, just kind of doing a quick overview of his team. I I like his starting lineup a lot. Uh, wide receiver. A little bit of a question mark for me with Juju and Deontay Johnson. I don't, I'm not in love with that. Um, and then the bench. I don't know. Hey, everyone has their own guys. I, I'm not big on Cam's bench. You got Pollard on there. Yes. You got Hines. Yes. His own Pollard. Cuff. Pollard is Pollard is. Uh, I'm looking through his bench. Pollard is by far my my favorite player on his bench. Yeah, I agree. And um, Christian Kirk. Yeah, overpaid, but still could have a good year. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, there's. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to just sit here and say Cam, your bench is horrible. Yeah, <laughs> like I, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying, I don't know the upside. I don't love the upside that. I, I don't love the outcomes that I can see. I, I think Valdez Scantling has a shot to be good. Hines could be good if Taylor goes down or it just gets more involved. Pollard yeah. could be good. Um. We'll see how long he holds on to Odell Beckham. I can't imagine that goes much more past week two yeah. or so because you're going to have to try to grab some waiver guys and Beckham's still hurt and not on the team, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah so, for sure. what do you think? 
Uh, he checked all my boxes. Uh, Brees Hall is in at his flex right now. Mm, not sure about him just because I think Michael Carter is still a talented running back. I'm not a fan of that either. Yeah. And he was drafted, what, like fourth, fifth round of like every draft I've been to. Interesting. See, that, and I'm not, I'm not going to... You know, bang the drum here for for Brees Hall. I think he's got to you know earn his way on the field or whatever. But I, I don't know. I think he's I think he's a very talented player. And um, although I do like Michael Carter too, but I, you've seen you've seen this before where a, a incumbent starter who didn't have very high draft capital, you know, the team then drafts somebody and the guy just gets replaced. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, take take Philip Lindsay, undrafted rookie, thousand yard season. He right now is like on the Colts practice squad or something. <laughs> like, like I'm being, like I'm. Being How do you even like, know that? Like, and that's that's, that's crazy. Like, I, I just said Philip Lindsay, and that's probably the first time you guys have heard that name in over yeah. a year, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like so, I think that kind of situation could. Ha- I'm not going to say it will. I think it could happen. And if it does, and Brees Hall gets the full load, and that's why that's why running backs are so valuable because you have so many talented running backs in the NFL, but. Only thirty-two of them can get the real load of carries. Yeah, on their respective and a, teams, and a lot of teams don't even give one person the real the real workload anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of times, committees are killing fantasy football. We yeah, need to dude. do something about it. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. That's all I have on Cam's team. Um, we can move on. So I thought Cam was just solid across the board. Um, Lamar, I see some more points from rushing this year. I think he's going to bounce back a little bit with yes. the healthier offense there. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he's going to win close games for Cam. He's going to put his team on his back occasionally. Like I mean, every every week he's going to do great, but there will be a few weeks where he just really he just carries. Just drops that 52. Yeah, just really carries Cam's team. Um, I mean – I don't know how I feel about a Jets player at Flex. I, yeah. I might just be shitting on the Jets too much. I Reese think, Hall, I, think I might he, be shitting think, on too uh, much. but Yeah, I think we'll see Pollard get some time at Flex over Brees. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Week one, I get it, though, because yeah. you don't know how the Cowboys' offense is going right. to look. And um, you don't know how the Jets are going to look. I mean, you got an idea, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, no Zach Wilson. Could be good to start. That might be an upgrade. <laughs> Although it's Joe Flacco, so maybe yeah. not. We'll yeah. See. And my last thought, Juju is a potential boomer bust there. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen him as – I thought – I mean, he was always better when he was shadowing A.B. He didn't draw the top coverage. Yeah. I don't know if that trend's going to continue in Kansas City. I mean, he's nice. He's great. But can yeah. he be the guy if he's the number one on his team? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he did have that great um, – Great season. I believe it was year two for him. Ever since then, hasn't been as good. However, Ben Roethlisberger hasn't been as good. That's true. Now we're seeing him with a new quarterback. And, and a much uh, better. I, th- I think it'll be nice that the Chiefs have a couple other guys they can lean on in certain situations. Sky Moore yeah. and MVS, as we mentioned earlier. All right. So we're going to move on to Jack's team now. We had him at five. Um, I can I can start it off. So I had Jack at my number four. I love Herbert. He's going to have another great year, I think. He's only getting better. Last year, he had nine 300-yard-plus games. That's phenomenal. I yeah. mean, that's just great. 
RBs are great as long as Lenny stays healthy. Um, I don't know. I feel like he might be a little overvalued after last year. I agree. But if he stays healthy, I think it's an appropriate value. I just don't think he is going to stay healthy. Okay. Um, C.D. Lamb, I don't know. I don't know. That yeah. Cowboys offense that's, got turned upside down. That's like, such it's a toss-up. not the same. It could go great for C.D. Lamb. It could go I'm not going to say terribly, but it could go worse than expected. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's any player. But Mike Evans, a great safe pick for wide receiver, too. Hollywood could have a huge year in the more pass-heavy Cardinals offense. Um, I think he's going to be better than expected because I feel that he always underperformed with the Ravens a little bit. Yeah, also, Hopkins out for six weeks. Gets mm-hmm. the ball rolling for yep, him. Yep. And he's meeting back up with his uh, old teammate Kyler Murray. I think yep. that'll I think we'll see that we'll see the uh, chemistry there. So you can just keep taking it. What do you think of Cam's team? Um Hawkinson that's tight end. We'll see where that goes. He was solid last year, but you could say that about any tight end that mm-hmm. wasn't Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews that mm-hmm, finished top much. ten. Yeah. You know? Um, but like they're just all in the mix for three to ten. Kittle deals with injuries and uh, Waller as well, but we'll see how that goes. On his bench, AJ Dillon. We mentioned him before. We all really like him. Hunter Renfro as well. I think only going to get better. Um, Carr is only going to get better, and now that Adams is there, I think that'll open up the field more for Renfro as well. Um, James Cook. Alexander Madison, Jacoby Myers, Johan Dotson, and Chase Claypool, who slid so far in the draft all the way back to 16. That's yeah, uh, that's kind of crazy. Nobody, overall, nobody oh, wanted him. What's that? I mean, I yeah, nobody, nobody wanted, wanted him. him. Yeah, I mean, he could he could definitely surprise, but I don't know. Like he's a good dancer so. and all, but like <laughs> no, not not for my fantasy team. I don't know. Um, I really like AJ Dillon and Renfro on his bench, and uh, we'll see that a little. We'll see those two a lot in his lineup this year. Honestly, the the biggest thing for me is it'll be interesting to see how his how the middle of his lineup performs. He after he made that trade with me, he didn't have a first round pick, so he got four picks yeah. in the first two or in the first three rounds, yeah. two in round two and two in round three. Ended up with Fournette, Jones, Lamb, and Evans. So I mean that could easily be a very solid core, but it'll be. Kind of fascinating to see how how he ends up uh, performing this year. He mm-hmm. did he did save himself, I'd say, with the AJ Dillon pick. Uh, in case Jones or Dillon goes down, he has the other guy, and they're going to put up big numbers. True. All right. So next up on the list, we got Jake. I had Jake at my number six spot. I like Jake's team. Jake's team a lot, dude. I mean. Let me just say, I like all these teams. Even yeah. the team that I have ranked at the bottom isn't that far off from number one. one but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see when we get there and talk about it. Every other so, team, yeah, but I don't know about the last one. There's so, pretty uh, consensus. Yeah, the bottom pick was a, everyone agreed. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, now, Eckler, <laughs> I love Eckler this year. Yeah. Last last year he was first in red zone touchdowns and second in red zone touches. That's huge. He's a touchdown machine. 
he needs to keep that up, I think, for yeah. him to be what he's valued. But I think he does keep it up. I think he'll be great. I think the third overall pick is a very nice pick to have because you get Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, or Eckler. I yeah. feel like you can't lose with either of those, any of those guys. Yeah. I think Josh Jacobs, honestly, is undervalued. He's on the last year of his contract. They're going to be grinding him. Yeah. He's going to run all year long. Um, I, I think he's going to do well. I don't know why he was expected to do so low, honestly. Um, um, Zamir White, Zamir the backup, White, yep. he was, the he was backup in Oakland or Las Vegas. Um, and I think the improvement in the passing game will open up holes for Josh Jacobs, for sure. Um, once again, he, Adams, Renfro, and Waller, they're all healthy. The, the, you'll, you'll still see Josh Jacobs carrying the ball regardless. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think, and I, I, I touched on this uh, in, in my write-up this week, I think that the, the big storyline with Jake's team is he's got th- his three starting receivers are all changing situations. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, true. Tyreek Hill, and DK Metcalf all got quarterback downgrades this offseason, in my opinion. You go from Rodgers to Carr for Adams. You go yep. from Mahomes to Tua for Hill. And you go from Russ to Geno Smith for Metcalf. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, boy. all three of those guys are super talented wide receivers. Yeah. That I mean, they the, the, the thing is they've all played their whole careers with guys that you know, in 20 years, maybe in the Hall of Fame, you right. know, with Mahomes, oh, for sure. Rogers, 1,000%. and, and uh, Wilson. So now they're all all playing with unproven guys. I mean, Carr, Carr is kind of is what it is, I guess. He's fine. He's not. He's not an elite quarterback, but he's he's dude, a solid quarterback. Dude, Carr's gonna be good. He, oh yeah, no, 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 he's not an elite quarterback. Is what I'm saying. He's solid. He is a pretty we'll solid. See. Quarterback. We'll see. I think he can be. Geno Smith. Now that he's Gino got Smith his... isn't is what it is, guy. Yeah, uh, you, you know what you're getting there, and yeah. you know. He's fine. Whatever. What do you think of Tua? <sighs> Man, dude, I know. It's uh, the Dolphins are the Dolphins have a big evaluation process this year. If Tua comes out and falls flat, I think they move on. I think they have too many talented pieces around him to. I agree. I I, I think that you know there was already rumors about you know I don't know how true they are, but like last off season or so, like oh you know they're gonna go in for one of these quarterbacks in the draft or they're gonna you know. There was that whole uh, tampering thing that just came out about the Dolphins trying to get Tom Brady there yeah. a couple years ago. So, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're fully committed there. Mm-hmm. But if he comes out and doesn't have a good year, I think that he might be on the chopping block for them. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to move on to Sebs's team here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, sorry, sorry. Rounding yeah. out Jake's team. Okay. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Antonio Gibson on the bench. I like him. Especially now that the yeah. one dude got shot, Brian Robinson. <laughs> yeah. On, honestly, until that happened, I did, I did not like the I did not like the Gibson pick until that happened. Yeah, and yeah. now it's like all right. I, I think that'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Amari Cooper, Singletary, Garrett Wilson, J.D. McKissick. Good upside there. A lot of upside. A lot of upside. All right. Who's next? So next, it's you. Oh, there you go. The bell of the ball. Oh, jeez. (laughs) Anyone listening to the podcast, you can fast forward about five minutes if you want to skip Seb's, uh, you know, fantasizing about his team. Oh, dude. You guys ain't ready. Let me me just take it down a notch. I had you at nine. Yeah. Um, Najee, volume machine. He's going to have a solid game every week. He's a safe guy. He's going to score, and he's going to score a lot. He'll be great for you. 
I said earlier in the podcast, I think Connor's overrated. Um, he relied yeah, super, okay. super heavily on <laughs> relied heavily on goal line touches. I don't I don't know if you can reproduce that. Lots of touchdowns came right from the goal line. I don't see it happening again. He'll be all right, but I think a week RB two. Um, yeah, dude, keep shitting on my team. Keen, uh, I'll keep it up. Keenan <laughs> Allen and McLaurin are both going to be consistently good, but not great. Not great. Not great. All right. Um, Consistency. But, but McLaurin, I think, has very big upside depending on what Wentz does. I think he's, he's going to kill it. Dude. He's an upgrade. Um, he's an upgrade to Pittman. Well, and both who, of them, who both of them are solid. better? Pittman. Over McLaurin? Yeah. All right. Drew, let's get are, you, are you talking about just talent? Pure talent. NFL talent. Pure NFL talent. Oh, talent. I thought we were talking about fantasy. No, no, no. Pure NFL talent. Oh, okay. McLaurin. Man, that's, that's pretty close. I do not think that's close. You don't think so? No. I'd give it to Subs here, McLaurin. But I think Pittman's definitely. I, I don't have a definitive option. answer, but I think you do got to watch a little bit more Michael Pittman. I think he's a sneaky good kind of receiver. We'll see. He's only, I mean, they're both still young. Yeah. Um, still got a lot now, left to prove. My last my last note on Sebs' team, I think he's going to make an aggressive playoff push when Hopkins comes back. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I mean, I'm not saying Hopkins is going to be the guy for those last few weeks, but he'll be up there and he'll be enough to completely change Sebs' direction. Uh, yeah. Um, with Sebs' team, I, I overall I do like it. Um, the the parts that that um, don't really bring it down for me, but the parts that I look at it, I guess, in less of a positive light than Sebs obviously would, would just be uh, with Keenan Allen and Jerry Judy. I think they're they're both going to be very good. But I drafted their uh, you know counterparts in, in Mike Williams and and Cortland Sutton, and yeah. I it's just a it's just a you know you think with, your counterparts will be better than my counterparts? I I, I, I do actually. Okay, I do this year. Right. Um, now again, I think I think all four of those guys will. Pro- I mean, I could see all four of those guys finishing top twenty. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I do overall overall I I do like your team. I. I don't have a whole lot of uh, complaints about it. I think that Najee Harris, I think Najee Harris and James Conner, I don't think either of them will finish quite where they finished last year just because. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no, but go on, go on. I, I think it's going to be tough for, for Conner to repeat 15 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And I think... I don't think that Najee Harris is going to get the crazy volume that he got last year. I mean, he got the ball over 300 times on the ground. Um, again, I think I think both of those guys probably will finish top 10, top 12, whatever. I, I just don't see Najee at three and eh, Connor. Eh, I, yeah, I don't see Najee at three and Connor at five, but I don't think they're going to be bad. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love Connor. Drafted him in every league, all three of my leagues. Told myself I'm not leaving the draft without him. I'm very high on him. Um, Najee, I thought, was the obvious pick at six, um, only because I don't like taking a receiver in the first round. Keenan Allen, Scary Terry, uh, you know, they look weak. 
I've always been rather die with Keenan Allen, and he's never disappointed the past two seasons I've had him, maybe three. Terry McLaurin, new quarterback. We'll see how that goes. I do believe in his talent. You got George Kittle. As long as he stays healthy, he'll be killer. But I do want to talk about my bench. Oh, just to throw in there, I did end up with the Bills and Justin Tucker. I feel like that's notable. Yeah, thank you, thank you. My bench, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, my third running back. Very high on him. This is the first offseason where he hasn't dealt with any injury recovery. DeAndre Hopkins, enough said about him. He's going to be a beast when he comes back. Kareem Hunt, we mentioned how he's probably the best number two running back for his team in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I could probably throw him in that flex, and he'll still do well for me. I think Madison's the best handcuff, though, for fantasy. Naeem Hunt. I think? Yeah, he's so good. It's The best handcuff in fantasy? Yeah. Dude, Madison tears it up whenever Cook's out. So does Hines. I think, I think... Who do you think? Uh, I was, was going to go AJ Dillon. I, I think AJ Dillon's the best. Yeah, but he's going to be. He's oh, still going to be playing. He's going to have standalone value. Yeah. for sure. But yeah. okay, if we're, we're going that way, if we're, the, we're if we're going that way, yeah, I'd I'd put AJ Dillon and Pollard over Hines. But Hines is so good, but he doesn't get the ball like at all when Taylor's in. No. Um, all right. But yeah, and uh, last guy, Chris Olave. I want to mention if Michael Thomas doesn't have. His comeback here, you can look at Chris Olave to break out. I agree. Yep. All right, so next up on the docket, we got Jordan Swagger. Jordan. Defending champ. Defending champ. Three-time champ? Only three-time champ in league history. Yeah. How about that? He's been in the league well. for four years? Yeah, three out of four. Three of the past four. Jeez, man. Not very cash money of him. <laughs> Josh Allen. Keep Don't even have to talk about yeah. him. Uh, and he was the 10th pick in the draft. And Jordan, yeah. he, on the turnaround, he got Mixon and Kamara with his first and second round picks. Kamara, his off-the-field situation is a little iffy here. I'm I'm thinking he's... I'm I think he'll be fine. be fine. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen this year. If nothing happens there, it's a great pair of running backs. Wide receiver is where he gets me. T. Higgins and Chris Godwin. And it is tough to draft when you're on that turnaround. He did win the mm-hmm. league last year, so he got the last choice. Right. T. Higgins, Godwin, I don't... Uh, I'm, I, I see Higgins cutting into Jamar's touches this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Jamar's going to be taking double teams. Higgins Higgins could do well. Mm-hmm. Hasn't, hasn't shown wide receiver one capabilities in the past. No. We'll see if that changes this year. Chris Godwin coming off ACL tear. I don't know about him. I was really high on, on Russell Gage. Um, but once, I mean, Chris Godwin, he's been a top 10 fantasy receiver. Like, he can yeah, he can do it again. We've seen him. Adrian Peterson after an ACL tear. Like, it can always Almost happen. Plus, the all-time rushing record. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And Godwin does have a lot of guys on his team to kind of eat, like, take those touches away from him at the start as he eases back in mm-hmm. to being on the field. Um, at tight end, he has the option of Hunter Henry and Gesicki, who I do like Gesicki a lot. I think this could be his year where he finally breaks into yeah. that top six easy tight end selected. I think the talent's there. I don't think it's going to happen. No? No. Not with Tua? I... Too many weapons there? 
I almost want to say the offensive scheme. It's it's a it's a little bit. There's they're now dude. Y'all second, are like Penn State fans. I'm trying to help. Oh all out no, here. dude. I think the is a fantastic <laughs> tight end talent wise. Yeah, he's just the third option on a Tua led offense, which. Again, we don't really know what Tua is yet, but so Tyreek's taken so far a little. little Tyreek's taken like a whole half of the field. Oh, I know. Well, and then uh, there's also reports that you know Gasecki's been used a lot as a as a blocker and yeah. in this scheme, which that's not really his thing. He's yeah. he's a, he is more of a receiver. He's, he's more of a receiver. He's a you know he's tall, strong, can catch the ball really well. Uh, the talent's there. I just don't know that he's going to be able to get it done this year. We'll see. What do you guys think of J.K. Dobbins? I don't love it. I don't like it. That's why that that was a big part of me having him so low. Because other than J.K. Dobbins, his flex choices are Gabriel Davis, Adam Thielen, Robert Woods. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Dobbins just doesn't get passes, right? It's it's a it's kind of a Ravens thing. A lot of the uh, dump offs turn into Lamar Jackson scrambling yeah, for right, ten yards. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think I think Dobbins is a wild card. If he if he's back from injury and he's you know back to being J.K. Dobbins, uh, I think that's going to be a steal because he got him in the sixth or seventh round, maybe. Yeah, but it was it was pretty late. We'll see how that turns out. But, yeah, I don't know. Someone to note: he does have Brady on his bench, and he has Ken Walker the third. We all can agree. Could be big. Has a lot of potential. Oh, for sure. Especially when he drafted him pretty damn late. Yeah. In the draft. Um, only points I have, I mean, it's pretty much all been said. Uh, don't love Dobbins at flex. I think Godwin's going to have a great year for a wide receiver two for him. Like, potentially a wide receiver one in his wide receiver two okay. slot. He's got that um, upside. We've seen yeah. it before. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say on him. Yep, I'm good. So, we're going to move on to Ben. I had, There we go. I we had uh, number nine. Yeah, Ben is ranked number nine in our consensus rankings. I had Ben as our seven, as my seven. Ben, Absolutely I had you at nine. zero love for his running backs. I'm sure he expects that. I'm sure everyone expects that. His running backs are just not and good. Running backs are just way too valuable. Even in a PPR league, I don't care. It's way too valuable. But but he makes up for it. I mean, Cup and Diggs, that's insane. Yeah, it, in, in my mind, that's... In whatever he has order easily you do the it. best wide receiver core in, the in my mind. I think he has two of the top three receivers and DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ Moore is a and killer. DJ Moore is his flex. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fantastic. I mean, like, I have Jefferson and Pittman, and I feel like I'm not even close. Like, those are some stud wide receivers. Yeah. And yeah. Cup and Diggs, dude. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, I, 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 I legitimately and DJ think Moore that's... flex. I mean, you just said that, right? But like, like I legit, I legitimately think like Cup and Diggs. Like pre again, you know, fantasy does. They thing. could be the number one and two. They for sure could be the number one and yeah, two. That's I think insane. now. I think Justin Jefferson will be one yeah. or two. Yeah, but I think honestly, I had I actually had Diggs slightly ahead of Jamar Chase going into the draft this year. I think Diggs is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, those are pretty you, much. Did my you mention thoughts. his? Uh, he has Bateman on his bench, which has huge upside. We talked. We did talk about Bateman in the no in the the, the running backs. Oh, Did you say oh, their names? Cam Akers, uh, yeah. David Montgomery, weak. as Jeff said, weak. Weak. Could they're both? They could both be flexes. Cam, Cam Akers has never been good. Montgomery has had his seasons where yeah. he's solid, but I will say there is 
there is definite up. I mean, I think the probability is that his running backs are going to be eh, but I see both of them having good enough upside where if things do break right, yeah. Cardwell's team will sure. dominate. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Kyler Murray at quarterback, Dallas Goddard on his bench. We said Bateman, Miles Sanders, Drake London. Um, London could definitely emerge in his flex if things go south to DJ Moore. Um, other than that. And, I mean, Ramondre Stevenson, like, there's, oh, what, yeah. three Pats running backs? Stevenson. There's um, two main guys, uh, Damian Harris Damian, and Stevenson. Yeah, like, I, I see them both as handcuffs. Like, I could go yeah. either way right now. If one I, goes I, down, dude, the other guys. That's a bad way of putting it, but. Yeah, no, no, I get it, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he could, Stevenson could have a big year for him, too. For sure. Any more thoughts on Ben? No, nah, dude, I want to roast Mason's team. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to get to... I, I will pull okay. out yet another disclaimer. I'm sorry, Mason. I did not have the chance to rank the teams. You may have come up a little higher than 10, but uh, I'll let Jeff... Where, who would you put... I, I, didn't, I, didn't get, I didn't get a good chance to look. I didn't get a good chance <laughs> to stack every roster up next to each other, so... All I'll right. let Jeff and Sebs kind of kind of run this. Sebs, uh, you, you want to you want to go first? It's going to be another case of the um, the RB two search for yeah the RB two woes for Mason Blank. Do you, do you want me to play the devil's advocate for Mason? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> what do you think of Etn? Okay, he has DeAndre Swift, great solid RB one, solid RB two. Really. I think so. I you mean, know. he's great. Ah, uh, that might be a little aggressive. You can, you, I don't know. You can push him up to RB one right now. I mean, last year he finished. Oh, I guess finished sixteen, and Plus. missed a bunch. Missed a bunch of games. Didn't oh, he? Yeah. yeah, I guess so. He missed four games uh, in the back half. Yeah, but I mean, for a running back, that's not crazy. No, it's not. It's not. So I mean, RB two maybe if he stays healthy the whole season, RB one. Yeah, yeah, it, he shows consistency, but ETN. What do we think of him? Uh, I think there is a wide range of outcomes. I think that during the draft when he traded for ETN, I think that was a wise move because right now we'd be talking about... Uh, <laughs> I mean, he did Okay, he did get Damian Pierce super late, and you could plug him in as, a, as, your, as an RB2. But... Maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, to be, to be determined. I think ETN... I think if he if James Robinson wasn't there and ETN had the full trust of the coaching staff, I think that ETN would be a a pretty solid uh, play. The only problem there I see is that James Robinson keeps hanging around and Doug Peterson's time in Philly, he never really gave one guy the ball. It was always Miles Sanders, LeGarrette Blunt, Corey Clement, uh, Boston Scott. You know, yeah, it's just kind of like a, a Hit him with everything he got, and and just kind of committed the other team to death. So yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. He could come out week one and get seven catches. He's he's that kind of athlete and, and player. But this isn't very devil's advocate of you. I'm just I'm, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I'm I, I'm not I'm not a huge ETN guy as it is, but I think I think that uh, the criticism of Mason's team is a, is a little harsh. Eh. Let's go. <laughs> let's go further down the list. All right, Jamar Chase. Excellent. excellent. Yeah, he's a good player. Who I think could decline, but still excellent pick. You can't argue that. Jalen Waddle as your receiver two. AJ Brown as your flex. Where are we at with those guys? I know I'm talking to Eagles fans. Might be on AJ Brown. 
think he could be good, but I, I think he could be great, but he's a question mark. He is a question mark. It's risky. It's it's about it's about how the offense evolves. If if the Eagles offense runs I, like they did, uh, if they if they try to if they try to play like they did early in last season, that'll be great for AJ Brown because they were throwing and throwing yeah. and throwing. If they run if they run their offense like they did the second half of the season, volume's going to be a little concerned because they turned into the best rushing team in football with not really a relevant fantasy running back, which was kind of nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, I really could see A.J. Brown taking that wide receiver two spot on his team. I don't know how Waddle will do. Waddle, I, think, I think Brown was actually drafted as Mason's wide receiver two. Waddle fell hard oh, in this oh, draft. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, where did, Waddle, he, where did uh, he get him? Do we know? I think there's a I'll reason pull, he I'll fell. Pull it up. He, I think he fell to like this. Then late again, fit, you know, Waddle, he got him six round. There you go. Waddle couldn't press. You know, he was if, yeah, if Tyreek taken Tyreek if Tyreek didn't join the Dolphins, I would have drafted Jalen Waddle. So yeah, uh, you think you think mm-hmm. it's a you think that's I mean it's just what you, what do you think of Tua? You know, it, it it does come down. What do you think of Tua? That's really yeah. That's really it. What do you think of Tua? And what do you think of Mike McDaniel, the head coach? Yeah, that's that's really it. Um, and I mean they don't have many other uh, weapons. The Dolphins. I mean they have Edmonds and Mostert. And Gasicki as a guy I like, but Tyreek Hill is going to take up a high volume of targets. I think regardless, even if he's covered, he's he's open, you know. Yeah. Um. And Waddle, yeah, great talent. We'll see how that ends up, but a lot of the guys on his team is are question marks. Etn Waddle, AJ Brown, mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts is a question mark, honestly. I think Kyle Pitts will be nice. You think so? I think Kyle Pitts has tight end one potential. I think he'll probably fall in the three to four range. But dude, oh, three to four for tight yeah. ends. Okay, he was yeah. drafted as the third tight end off the board in, in our draft. Yeah. And I think he's just he. Kittle and Waller, I I think have more upside. I think I think talent wise, Kyle Pitts is off the charts. I think he is yeah. unbelievable. It's just. But, I mean, it's just let's see what on. Marcus Mariota can do. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's literally what it is. Um, on the bench, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Brandon Ayuk, Rondell Moore, Damian Pierce. It's not a terrible eh. bench. I actually do like his bench. You do? I do. I, like uh, I don't love. I don't love Jamal Williams. I guess I get it because he handcuffed his his starting guy. Yeah. But I, I do like the players on his bench. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's got talent there. And, and the thing is, it. this isn't even that bad of a team. I was about to put Ben below him just because I hated Ben's running backs. Mason has better running backs than Ben. Yeah. Just because of Swift. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to be a very close league. Someone's team will fall short due to injuries. It happens every year. Yeah, dude, you know, our league is is crazy every year. Rewind two years ago, I finished as the last place team and I think I was like middle of the pack in points, and I had the clear number one Dalvin Cook yeah. on my team. Yeah, I just, we're a good league. It's competitive. Yeah. yeah. To sum it up, honestly, Mason's team is the equivalent of being handed a wet towel when you get out of the pool. <laughs> Could you make it work? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but does anyone really want it? No. <laughs> Jeez, man, you were bringing down the hammer. <laughs> All right, now that we've gone through the teams, 
Um, overall, every team has its ups and downs. Even the best team has its downs. For sure. Um, it's great to take a look at these teams, see how they progress throughout the season, see what trades we encounter. There's always a few big trades throughout the year. Of course. This was the Squib Kick with Drew, Jeff, and I. Sebs? Okay, wait, hold up. <laughs> this was the Squib Kick with Drew, Jeff, and Sebs. Uh, we hope to bring you fancy news weekly, not only about our league, but about fancy football as a whole. As the games get going tomorrow, we got who? The Rams and the Bills. Yes, sir. Big game to start week one. We'll go through Sunday. Red Zone's going to be popping. And then we'll conclude Monday Night Football, Broncos at Seattle. We got great games on this week, and we hope you keep tuning in to the Squib Kick. We will catch you next week. Thanks for listening. See ya.